It looks like we made it. Look how far we've come now, baby. I'm glad I didn't listen. Look at what you would be missing. They said, happy. They'll never make it. Hello, everybody. It's Paul Tulip here from Tulip Talks. I hope you're well. Well, we did make it, didn't we? We got through the last ever lockdown, apparently, and I thought, what better way to wrap things up than a podcast? Because that's what started it all off, wasn't it? Back in uh, August 2020, when we were balls deep into our second or third lockdown, I can't remember. I don't know what's real anymore, but uh, anyway, it's been a journey. I hope you've had a good lockdown. You've survived. You didn't get taken by aliens or captured by zombies or anything like that. We all made it. We all stayed vigilant, we were all remained safe and um, looked out for one another. Some people had a lovely lockdown. I've got many friends who have really embraced this last 77 days or whatever it is in Melbourne. Hello to my Sydney people as well. You've been enjoying enjoying your two weeks of freedom already. And it's Freedom Day here in Melbourne today. I've, uh, I'm really upbeat today. Not because I can go out and do things that I've not been able to do for a while. I've not got anything planned like that. I'm still at home, I'm working, I'm still off the booze, I'm just loving life. I've got no, I'm I'm not going to say I've got no interest in going out to have a lunch and pubs and all that stuff, because I have, Um, but I'm just going to let it come to me. Last time we really made the mistake of too many things in the diary, and um, yeah, it just, you know, you just want to just take it slowly, you don't want to go from super chilled, not seeing anybody to seeing a million people a day. But you might do that. You might want to do that. So go for it. There's no right or wrong. You'll find your own way. You'll run your own race. Okay? All right? But don't say I didn't warn you. Just gentle. Just gentle. Ease it in. Ease it in. There you go. Just a tip. There you go. And we're in. Okay. So uh, lots of things to talk to you about. Had a few stories that have happened to me that I think it'll be uh, worth sharing with you. Um, I've got a new feature for the podcast this week that I just thought about last night that I thought might be a good idea, sort of inspired the podcast really, I wasn't going to bother doing one. Um, it's been a real journey this podcast, so um, I'm really flattered to, to, to tell you that I do get a lot of messages asking when my next podcast is coming out, which is always great, um, but I just think I need to explain something to you, to explain what was happening and what was potentially going to happen, which has sort of um, stunted series two if you like so if you remember the end of season one we wrapped that up nicely and um i did a lockdown special but i did also promise you that there was going to be a new series starting with a very special guest and we were all going to kick off and i was going to do um podcasts with guests and 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 mix it up because i was getting a bit um well not bored but i was just conscious that me talking in the microphone for 30 or 40 minutes um might just be a bit self-indulgent i don't know but then, fuck it, it's my podcast. Podcast? Podcast. It's my podcast, and I'll have guests if I want to. So anyway, I decided that Series 2 was going to be um, kicking off with a very special guest. And what happened was, um, a good friend of mine um, is also very good friends with Ross Noble. Now, Ross Noble, you might have seen him, he's an English comedian, but he lives out here in Australia, he's in Mornington now. And he competed on um, Celebrity Apprentice with Sir Alan Sugar, which is the the guy that that fired me all those many years ago. But we won't talk about it because oh, no, I'm over it, aren't I? Yeah, I remember I did that episode in Series One, and I yeah, I let it all out, so I'm fine now. I'm fine. I'm fine. Anyway, he did a Celebrity Apprentice um, in Sydney, and my mutual friend Craig rang me and said that he was in the final stages and. They were trying to raise money for charity and did I have any contacts in Sydney that would be potentially able to donate some money. Anyway, long story short, I spent a good day or two bleeding my network um, to try and see whether or not I could tee something up. And we didn't quite get there, but I did have a number of conversations conversations with Ross and, and, and seemed to get on really well. And anyway, as a Series 2 aired and he made it to the final, he got to the final two. We've all made the final in The Apprentice with Sir Alan Sugar, whatever, get over it. Um... I asked Craig whether or not Ross would mind doing a podcast with me because we've got a lot of common ground. We've been on The Apprentice together. We've been fired by Sir Alan Sugar. We both live in Australia. We're both from the north of England. We've both got Australian wives. and We're both very, very funny people. 
So um, he said, yep, that's no problem. We'll tee that up. And unfortunately, because of lockdowns and because of his schedule and because of a million other things, it never happened. And I kind of just uh, didn't want to kick off Series 2 because I sort of promised myself that's how I was going to start it, to kick it off with a bang. Um, but it just never happened. And then that I kind of just never got round to doing Series 2 because I thought, mm, don't know if I want to start a series when we're in lockdown without guests and um yeah kind of just did a few little episodes didn't i and yeah it's been a long time between now and my last one but i thought you know i need to i need to let the people uh, know I'm, I'm well and i'm alive and and all is good um it's been i don't know seven or eight weeks maybe since i last spoke to you and um yeah i do very much plan to start doing podcast much more now when i can get out and meet people and do it face to face because that's what i love love that interaction i think i'm better in person um so i'm really going to enjoy doing that i've got some friends coming over this weekend might even grab one of them for half an hour because she's very interesting to talk to um but yeah that's sort of an explanation of what happened or what isn't happening at the moment but i i do feel confident that i will do a podcast with ross noble one day and it will be marvelous i'm sure so um first little story for you um, at the end or the beginning or when was it during lockdown last year at some point honestly it's so hard to, isn't it to, to, to sort of say what month things are happening in and at some stage in my life <clears throat> um, we we bought a, a second-hand car and um, it was you know something that we just used to we, we walked past this dealership in uh, in, in Briar Hill where we live uh, on our lockdown walks and there was this black Mercedes that looked really nice and and we're not really those types of people we're not really into cars but it was just a really nice looking car and it looked like it um yeah good example of a a classic um Mercedes C180 compressor so we didn't spend a lot of money on it I'm not trying to be flash in any way shape or form it was just a little run around that we thought oh you know a little treat in lockdown and we'll have a sec it's our second car and it's you know something a little bit more fun than our seven-seater Mitsubishi Outlander, hashtag mum life, hashtag soccer mum, hashtag neoprene seat covers, hashtag spill on them all the time, hashtag never put them in the washing machine like we thought we'd do. Anyway, so yeah, not car wankers at all. Have been, have been, don't know if I mentioned it, won a Porsche once, was a wanker. Um, can't believe I didn't uh, have any accidents in it because I am prone to an accident. Oh my God, am I prone to an accident? Have I even told you about recently when I... We were out of lockdown because we were seeing clients and I dropped them off at the train station and as I was waving goodbye to them, I reversed into a pillar at a train station, did $7,000 worth of damage, smashed my back windscreen in, absolutely horrific, and the boot, awful, awful. And then when we got our car all back and clean and like no dints whatsoever, reversed into the trailer on my driveway. Have I told you that one? And have I told you the other day when I took the trailer off my car, um, it was that heavy that it actually ran down the hill a little bit and my bum made a dent in the same car in the back and I tried to pour hot water over it because I got a YouTube advice that you pour hot water over a dent and get a toilet plunger and it sucks it out well it did half of it but it still got a little one anyway yeah just not it's not going well for me with cars okay so there's no way I'd buy a flash car because I'd just break it anyway so we got this secondhand Mercedes and um, we got a letter about seven or eight weeks ago from the Mercedes dealership to say that it actually needed to be taken back to a dealership for a product recall. There was a problem, potential problem with the sealer um, around the sunroof. Um, so because we were in lockdown, I decided it would be a good idea to book uh, in a, the one in South Melbourne, Mercedes South Melbourne, because I thought that would be a nice excuse to drive more than my 15Ks and also I can have a nice walk around South Melbourne and the city while they get it done. So I drove it there checked in the, the the customer service was out of this world i have never ever experienced customer service like at that mercedes dealership and i'm pretty sure it will be a, like that at every single mercedes dealership around the country and internationally i'm sure they run a tight ship in europe as well so um i went in there and yeah just they were falling over for me absolutely you know just top class and the guy said to me when he took me in, he said, oh, listen, it's only going to be about 15 minutes. You can just wait, have a coffee, have a water, whatever. And I said, actually, can you make it a few hours? I really want to take this as an excuse to walk around the city and just have a walk around and, you know, see something new for a while. And if anyone's got a problem with that, then, you know, stop listening now. Um, so he rang me after, you know, half an hour and said, listen, it's it's ready. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have it for you and we'll keep it for as long as you want. So went for a walk, came back and... Um, 
yeah, the, again, customer service was unbelievable. Just doing everything for you, just the way they are, just the mannerisms, just their interaction, just their second guessing. It was great. And then he took me out to the car, and the car was immaculate. They absolutely um, cleaned it head to toe. Um, full showroom valet, which I was telling someone the other day about a valet. I don't know if it's valet or valet, but they were saying, no, valet's what, valet parking. But in England, you'd say you get your car valeted. You get a car valeted, like a showroom valet would be. Anyway, they cleaned it inside now. It was lovely. And I couldn't believe it. I had air freshener in there, a little bottle of water. And I was like, fucking how good's this? It's only a product recall for a car we didn't even buy from here. And the service is exemplary. Anyway, three weeks later, um, we get a letter in the post from Mercedes. And I thought, oh, this might just be... You know, sort of, I don't know what it might be. It must be like, you know, thank you, whatever, for filling in a customer service form. Because I did. Uh, they sent me an email saying, how was your recent experience? And I and I really, really um, took great pleasure in telling them that I thought it was exceptional. And I thought it might just be, you know, thanks for filling out that survey for us. But um, they'd actually sent us a letter to say that we've been randomly selected out of their database um, for everybody that had had a transaction with them in the last 12 months. And we had won a $300 voucher at Maha, beautiful restaurant in the city, me and Leah have been there before, it's beautiful, sort of Indian infusion, really, really nice restaurant, and we'd won a $300 voucher, we we took the car in for a product recall, absolutely brilliant, anyway, I was that sort of bewildered by it, I rang them, because I just wondered whether or not it was deep down, because I'd written such an amazing report for them, and really sort of made it quite tongue-in-cheek funny, um, about the um, level of customer experience that I'd witnessed. Um, I thought that they might have read that, had a chuckle and thought, oh, it's him. And then, you know, deep down I thought I wanted to hear that from them. They go, well, it's meant to be random, Paul, but you're just so fucking funny. We just needed to give you this voucher. But it wasn't in the end. She goes, no, it's completely random. And I said, you do realise that I only brought this car in for a product recall? She goes, it doesn't matter. You're part of the family now. She didn't say that, but in my head, I th- that's what she said. Anyway, um, so we won this voucher. So that's that's amazing. So we're going to love going there. Um, venturing out into the big smoke, so that was lovely. Um, had another little win recently as well. Um, me and Leah usually, when we go for our walk on a morning with the kids, we turn left out of the house, but for one reason we decided to turn right. And when we were walking down the street on the left-hand side, there was a lovely, lovely table and chairs on the nature strip. Now, the nature strip, if you're listening from England, is that bit of grass outside the front of your house, which you lot don't have because you all live in tiny little houses backed onto each other and you don't have gardens. You have tiny little shitty courtyards. No, you don't. That's only if you live in Leeds. A lot of people do have a garden. But anyway, nature strip is that bit of grass that runs between the path and the the road. Anyway, so um, people put their stuff out on the nature strip in Australia and, um, you know, you can either take it or... Um, you'll leave it and they get a hard rubbish collection and uh, people take it away and it's a great little service and a lot of people do drive around and see stuff on the nature strip and think I'm having that and that was me that day I said to Leah those table and chairs are too good to to miss up on we didn't need them I said but I'm sure I could be able to sell them online um, on Facebook or something so when we got back from our walk I saw that it was all still there and I got the trailer on the car it was only about 100 metres down the street, but I couldn't bother doing all the lifting and lugging around. So I put it all in the trailer, the the, the chairs that is, and I brought it back and put it in the garden. And I thought, they look mint. I almost thought about swapping our current ones, but we've got a matching set under the uh, alfresco area that it wouldn't quite complement it. So I didn't want to do it all right. Stop asking, stop smothering me, let me live. So I put it on Facebook, just these six chairs, and I got an immediate nibble. This guy said, um, I put them on for $20 each, right, these chairs. And this guy sent me a message saying, yep, I'll take them all, 120 bucks. And I said, there's actually a table to go with these that match as well. Would you have any interest? He goes, oh, can you send a picture? So I walked down the street, took a picture of the table and sent it to him. And I said, if you want the table as well, it's 200 for the lot. He said, yep, done. So I'd sold it for $200 and literally moved it 100 meters, paid nothing for it. Anyway, then I tell Leah, and she's like, oh, wow. And then I tell me my Appa, who came round illegally, just in the back garden. And um, I said, have a look at this table and chairs. He goes, mate, I think you've done yourself a disservice. I think that's worth way more than $200. Somebody could clean that up a treat, sand it, varnish it, and sell it for five or 600 I said, funny you say that, because I stalked the man on Facebook that actually bought it off me. And he's a furniture restorer, so I know it's exactly what he's going to do. So... Um, Leah and Appa independently said, I think what you should do is tell a white lie and say, sorry, it's not for sale. My wife has promised it to her brother, and yeah, I'm sorry to mess you around. And then um, in the meantime, just see whether or not, you know, because you haven't put sold on it, anyone else gives you 
a better offer. So I changed the advert and said um, no cash on it. I didn't put a price on it. Put the, added the table and just hoped your man didn't see it. Anyway, I got an immediate nibble from this lady. Said I really like the look of this uh, table and chairs. How much is it? And I said, oh, it's a funny one um, because I actually um, didn't realise that it was meant to be um, sold for a lot more than I originally thought. Apparently, we pay quite a lot of money for it, um, and I just want rid of it. But my wife won't let won't let it go for any less than four hundred dollars. So she said, okay, that's great, that's fine, I'll take it. I said, whereabouts do you live? She said, Briar Hill. She lived two streets away. I said, that's fine. I said, I tell you what, I'll deliver it for you because I thought I've got to go and collect that table anyway. I hope it's still there. Anyway, so I sold it to her. She transferred me the money that night, and the next day I dropped it off to her house around the corner. $400 for a table and chairs that I found on the side of the road. Hey, what do you think about that? Loved it. Really, really good story, that one. I really enjoyed every second of it. I, um, yeah, I invested the $400 wisely as well, and I've I've now, uh, I own an apartment in Magaluf. Yeah, crypto. That's what I do now. Um, anyone else into crypto, right? This is not going to be a massive conversation, but I've recently started dabbling. And it's like a can of worms, isn't it? You start with good intentions. You think, I'm just going to buy Bitcoin. I'm just going to buy this, this, and this. And the next minute, you know, you're on chat rooms, you're on forums, you're down rabbit holes. Um, you're buying, you know, NFTs, all these bloody, you know, weird images that you just can't even get your head around. Why is it? Why is this even a thing? But anyway, just had a little dabble recently. It's real good fun. It's really good fun. I've lost everything. Absolutely got nothing left. We're going to have to move out of the house. No, it's good. You don't, you know, just it's like posh gambling, isn't it? It's like gambling without the without the dirty association of it. Um, but now I've been doing a little bit of that, which has been fun. Tell you what else I've been doing recently, and I opened another can of worms. If any of you out there have, any, any, have ever looked into getting solar, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So we've got six solar panels on the side of our house, and um, they're useless, like really old system. It doesn't really get any sun and... You know, it's fine. It was probably good back in the day. Just saying that in case the people that we bought the house off put it on there and they're really precious about it. But it doesn't kick out a lot of return. So I thought, well, I'd love to know whether or not that's actually just, you know, a f is the system up and uh, up to speed? Is it maybe not clean? Does it need, need maybe a little tweak? So I got a number off a local um, Facebook page for somebody that apparently, you know, could service and maintain them. And he told me that it was going to be a $150 call-out charge just to sort of see whether or not it works. So then I said, oh, do you do solar as well? And he goes, oh, we do actually. I said, well, maybe don't do the call-out charge. I said, maybe you just come and give us a quote for the solar because honestly, I think we're going to get a new system. And at the time, I didn't really think that was going to be true. I had no real intention of buying solar. I still haven't, but anyway, the, the, the story goes. He came around and he assessed our old system and he said, oh, it's, it's not really performing the way it should be. And, you know, the, the, the technology is a lot better now. It's probably 10 years old. And... Um, he said, I can give you a quote on a, on a new system, which he did. Anyway, then I thought, well, you know, me being me, I love to do my research, love to make sure I'm getting a good deal. So I put the feelers out there, Googled, you know, solar, Melbourne. Oh, my God. I just reckon, you know, if the whole house could have laughed at me, it would have cackled at that point because it's just like, what have you gone and done? Anyway, I'm filling out forms, you know, trying to get all these reviews done, trying to get, you know, pictures of me roof and doing all this stuff and getting people hounding me hounding me it's like snake oil salesmen all telling you different things all saying their propositions the best all saying you don't want this you want that all saying you don't want that system you want this one oh my god it was unbelievable and just as i was about to pull the trigger on the system that i thought i was going to go for my mate tells me i said mate have you ever looked at solar because i just need to talk to someone because lee wasn't really involved in this i sort of just ran my own race with it and i said have you ever looked at this he goes yep we're getting a, a solar system fitted tomorrow and i was like oh my god we should have been talking because i'm sure we've been speaking to the same people he goes yeah i've gone decided to go to the battery and i'm like pardon what he goes, yeah, we're doing battery solar. And I was like, oh, no, I dismissed battery so long ago because it's so expensive, but sell it to me. I love being sold. Tell me why you went battery and you didn't go normal system. Anyway, he starts selling me the dream about the battery and you know how much you can use when the sun's not there and all the things that I'm sure I was told before, but I didn't listen. Anyway, I came up to a real stalemate. And now I haven't pulled the trigger on either, but I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get a battery, guys. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to put it out there to reap the benefits and in 28 years time I'll have my money back or whatever it is I don't know 
I don't know. I just feel like it's a good thing to do. It's a noble purchase. Who even am I? I've spent so long researching solar um, badly, um, only to find out that I probably do need a battery system. So anyway, if anyone's ever done any solar before, bloody hell. Real journey. Real journey. But if anyone wants to actually cut out that whole journey, just speak to me. I'll tell you exactly what you need. Um, so I need to talk about the elephant in the room. Me, literally. Um, 12 weeks now, I haven't had a drink for. And i got to talk to you about it because I mentioned it on my last podcast. Um, and, and, and hope it didn't come across as anything. Or hope it wasn't received in any other way than it was intended. Just really just putting it out there and you, you're obviously taking the time to listen to me so you probably care maybe what I'm doing and what I'm up to um, and yeah I was thinking I was four or five weeks when I last spoke to you and I'm, I'm 12 weeks now and I can safely say it has been the most productive 12 weeks of my entire life I think if and I've, and I've been asked this question a lot and I've had lots of people contact me about the no drinking thing a lot of intrigue a lot of questions, a lot of justification, a lot of a lot of conversations with random people I never thought would ring me about it, and also quite a lot of people that I thought would, um, and a lot of people that don't give a shit. And good on you, because you might, who, yeah, it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing, does it really? But I'd say the last twelve weeks has been the most productive of my life, and what I've realised about um, me not drinking is that one of the frustrations I have, or one of the main main reasons why I didn't want to drink anymore or wanted to break, whatever you want to call it, because who knows what the future will hold. That's one of the things you mustn't do. Um, plan too far ahead. But um, what I've realised is that I love being productive and I love getting shit done. And one of the main things that I was getting frustrated about with being um, with drinking was being hungover. And not necessarily, you know, yeah, the feeling was bad. You had a headache and you just felt like shit and no, no energy all day. But it was the guilt and the frustration of not doing what you were hoping to do that day and when you got a family and you run your own business and you got a big house with a big garden and lots of jobs to do if you don't do any of those things and you don't be a good dad and you're not present and you're finding excuses not to do things it, it stacks up on you and you get really anxious and you get really wound up and I didn't really understand it until I've had a break from it that I love being productive I take nothing and I've always known that I love doing something or being out and about and and being social and being active I love just love stuff love having a full life never really that one person to I can lay on a couch all day but I don't love it I just think I wish I felt well enough to go out and do stuff and and not having any of their moments in 12 weeks has been unbelievable the amount of stuff that I've done around the house, um, I reckon it would have taken me six or nine months to do. All the projects that I've started and the amount of times I've gone to bed knowing that I can wake up the next day and I'll do everything that's on my list of things that I want to do. And that, I think, the feeling of that accomplishment and productivity and just having my shit together um, is way better than any feeling that I can remember from having a lot of drinks. Now, I'm not saying that having a lot of drinks isn't good, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't drink because you can, because you might not have those hangovers, and you might not get to the stage where you have so many drinks that you're going to suffer the next day, but I, unfortunately, really struggle with that, um, and I think I've broken the cycle. If I ever drank again, I had a gun to my head, and someone said, drink, there's something different about it now. I wouldn't be drinking to get drunk. I'd be enjoying it. Because anybody that knows me knows that I power down the booze as quickly as I can. I don't know why I do it, um, but I do. And if I ever drank again, I could hand on heart say that I could have one or two glasses of wine or a beer or two and never launch. And it's really strange because two weeks ago I was having this conversation with my mate and saying, do you think you'll ever drink again? And if And I said, I actually think if I ever drank again, the only way I could justify it is if I got absolutely plastered. And he was really surprised with that. I was like, oh, I thought, if anything, you'd not want to do that now because of how much you love the feeling of the next day and the productivity and all that. And at the time, I kind of was marinating it for the first time, speaking about it and not really, yeah, I wasn't really practiced in sort of saying it out loud. And as I reflected on it, I thought, no, 
don't want to get plastered. But what I was sort of saying is, or what I was trying to say is, I don't see any point in having two or three because I just really enjoy my two or three alcohol-free beers. Um, and I don't feel like any desire to drink a normal beer. I have no... That's what I think some people don't understand is that I have no interest in drinking. And that's been the biggest mind shift ever. And I'm not saying that it won't happen again. I don't know. Who knows? But as I stand here right now, I have no interest. I don't... Like I'm seeing all these pictures of people out and about in pubs today and all that. And I'm so happy for them. But I've not once had a feeling like a FOMO feeling. I'd love to be there doing that. I wish that was me. And it's... I can't believe that, really. It's just unbelievable. But there's So don't pity me and think, oh, it's a shame Paul can't just trust himself to have one or two. I've got no interest in it. I've got friends coming over tomorrow, which will be the first time that we've seen them for absolutely ages. And it's the first time we've had a proper social around here for the whole of lock, since the whole of lockdown. So I've been sober for the whole of this lockdown. And, um, yeah, Mark was saying, oh, you can have a drink to celebrate coming out of lockdown. I was like, no, I'll have a zero beer to celebrate it. And... I'll just be as happy as hell just having you here and having good chats and having a crack because I know I'm a fun person anyway. You know, I know that I'm a good laugh. And if anything, you know, the more I drink, the less fun I am really because I just write myself off. So, um, and he was really good about it. He didn't, you know, um, say anything negative and he said he might feel a bit weird him drinking by himself. Well, he won't be with Leah and Tammy as well, so that's all good. But no, I don't have any pity, don't have any pity for me because I'm, um, yeah, I, I just have no interest in it. So who knows if that will change because we've got some big things coming up in the diary. We're meant to be going to the cricket in Adelaide for a boys weekend. I've got golf and stuff, golf weekends. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know. I'm just loving life at the moment. And in terms of productivity work-wise, the last three months has n- never been busier for us. And it's probably no um, coincidence. Um and just being on top of everything, just not having anyone that I need to call back, not having any email in my inbox that I need to action. I'm just running such a tight ship and there's just no better feeling of having my shit together. And it, people can drink and have their shit together, which is amazing, whereas I just don't think I can. And the feeling that I've got of having just all this, you know, no anxiety about, you know, feeling guilty, I should do more work, I need, you know, need to do more business, need to do whatever. Um not having those feelings is just being life-changing to be honest with you so there you go that's where i'm at at the moment with the whole booze thing and yeah i think there's probably about 10 or 20 of you so far have reached out to me since uh they heard and i'd say at least half are now not drinking as well because they're trying it and having massive success and massive results but to anyone out there who's still drinking loves drinking brilliant i love it go for it i'm happy for you genuinely um so yeah, I decided that for a little bit of a different angle this week, what I would do is I would randomly send a link that people didn't know they were going to get on text message to um, five people to say, click on this link and um, join my podcast. And you know, a few of them did message back and going, what is this? Is this a, is this a wind up? what what is a podcast going live going to be you know saying and talking about and i only had to message two of them and say no nah, don't worry it's just you know it's not live live i'm just wanting to record something with you and just sort of talk about your freedoms and how you're all going and and what you're up to so that was a nice little segment that i thought about um as i was laying in bed last night that i thought that might be a good thing to, to talk to about because in melbourne obviously we have been through quite a lot of shit it has been a really tough time for a lot of people and it's great to see that i mean what a day as well it's like 27 degrees 26 degrees sunny blue sky and everyone's out and about and it's friday we've got the whole weekend ahead of us everyone's got no doubt catch-ups in the diary with people and going to people's houses and seeing what everyone's been doing i'm looking forward to going to a mate's house and them and seeing that they've done nothing just a big massive pile of cans and empty wine bottles out the front spilling over the bin house in absolute um, derelict state nothing got done grass growing knee high and and them just to be an absolute mess i can't wait for that there's no one i know that's going to be like that i think everyone's got some shit done everyone has got those little jobs done and i tell you what if you haven't got those jobs done now that you always say if i had more time i'd do those jobs then just admit it you're never going to do it you are never going to do it and that's fine but just don't kid yourself anymore don't lie to yourself um Looking forward to next year. My mum and dad have booked their trip out to um, come and see us end of March, which is going to be fantastic. 
can't wait to see them. They've never met Seth yet, and he'll be um, two years old, just over two years old when when they meet him, which is going to be amazing. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone that I know who's English over here get their friends and family coming over to visit them, and also going over to the UK and seeing everyone again. I think, um, yeah, that the videos that are going to be out and the pictures of families embracing again is going to be really really sweet to see there's a lot of shit on social media isn't there but that's something that i really want to see um we've seen a few people sending pictures already of their kids going back to school which i'm sure has been a godsend because i don't know how people have been doing it with homeschooling it would be an absolute nightmare um but anyway everyone's got through it and it's amazing um i uh i'm a little health uh update for you as well um don't know where we were i do know remember i was telling you that i just haven't felt myself recently had more tests there's nothing really wrong with me um they've tested for an underactive thyroid because all my symptoms were you know a bit tired uh had this really cold body temperature all the time um increased hunger that might have been just because of boredom i don't know but i was just hungry all the time i couldn't really lose weight like i usually can i can usually go two or three days and eat not very much and, and, and do a few walks and drop kilos really quickly, but I just haven't been able to do that, which has been quite depressing. Um, but my general mood and all that's been good. But yeah, she said, I think you've got an underactive thyroid. Um, and uh, she tested for that, but um, I haven't. Um, but she did say she wanted to put me on some um, medication, very small dose medication, as if I have got an underactive thyroid, just to see if in the next two weeks I feel any different and get a bit more of a spark, a bit more of an energy. As I'm speaking to you now, you'll probably think, Paul, you're full of life, you're amazing, you're inspiring us every single day and you don't even realise it. Listen to you. I know, but I do have these moments where I just get really fucking tired. And I don't know why it is, it's quite annoying. But I can just go and take the bins in and walk up the hill and just be out of breath. But then I can spend all day in the garden you know, spreading mulch, cutting my um, my lawn, uh, you know, working on my worm farm, doing the veggies, collecting wood, splitting wood, all the beautiful manly things that I love doing around the property, and I'm absolutely fine, I can go all day doing that, and and don't get me started about me being in the bedroom, oh my god, if I had a dollar for every time Leah said, okay, come on, this is ridiculous, it's been an hour and a half, I want to watch Squid Games, I'd be a millionaire, Squid Games, eh? Squid Game. Interesting. Very interesting. I think that's probably happening somewhere in the world at the moment. I think there's a bit of truth to that, if I'm honest. Maybe people on death row or maybe people that are, you know, paedophiles and on uh, in prison never going to come out. That's the same as death row, isn't it, really? But, yeah, those people, in, maybe you do have rich people in other parts of the world using them as, you know, sort of pawns in their games, their sick little games. But, anyway, that was good. Um... So yeah, I'm going to get into this um, segment now. I'm going to, uh, hopefully it'll be quite seamless. I'm just going to go back to back with them. The idea is that I've just sent them this link and I'm having a conversation with them and hopefully make you laugh a little bit, you know, see what everyone's doing. These are good friends of mine. I start off with uh, with Damo, who's a good guy that I met through playing cricket. Uh, one of my best friends. He's an absolute legend. Um, Dueno, who's really clever bloke. He, uh, he, he does a very, very interesting job that he talks about um, on his little call with me then. Um, I've got the great man Nick Hawking, who, uh, as you may remember from Series 1, was my first guest and he was very popular. Um, so I had a good chat with him, and then my mate Jason, who I met through Leah's brothers, who uh, I, you know, we see uh, we see each other weekly at UFC on a Monday, and looking forward to getting back there on Monday and catching up. And Jason, really good guy. He's uh, been no drinking now for over two years, so he's been somebody that I've spoke to a lot about my journey, and I have uh, apologised him to him actually a few times because I've said, listen, mate, I really want to say sorry because I uh, I do know that I gave you a lot of shit when we've been away camping or we've been on nights out and you didn't drink and I've been getting into you saying you were boring and saying, you know, you know, you only live once and all that shit and I felt really bad about it so I apologised to Jason, he didn't care, he said, I've always known you're a fuckhead anyway. Um, so I spoke to him and the last person I spoke to was Laura because I realised that we didn't have a, a girl on the uh, on the list and Laura's English and she's lovely and she's one of Leah's best friends so... Um, there you go. There's the five people that I'm about to call. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. And um, yeah, I think we'll do more of these now as we uh, open up again in the world. I'll go and meet a few people and have just some normal chats with people, you know, just have a little bit of a off the cuff conversation and see where it takes us. Anyway, well done. Fantastic work, everybody. And I look forward to catching up with you soon.
for a zero free beer or a milk. I don't know. Maybe both. Love you. Bye. Hello, Paul. How are you going? I'm really well, mate. Thanks for asking. That's excellent. So you've uh, you've just received the link off me, which means you are live on the Tulip Talks podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Paul. Nice to be a guest. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, just thought I'd give you a call out the blue, mate, just to see how you're going. It's uh, it's Freedom Day. What have you been up to so far? Very good, Paul. It's Freedom Day. I've just had my John Farnham. It's Freedom Blaring. So uh, oh. I've uh, been out for breakfast already, booked in for lunch, and also booked out for dinner as well. So just going for the trifecta. Amazing. Where's lunch today? Uh, lunch just at the local Edithvale General Store. Just giving a little bit of a plug. Um, <coughs> Excellent. Yep. So I just got the parents coming out. So the first time they're seeing the house. Oh, that'll be nice for you. Yes, it will. It will. Um, what are you going to um, embrace mum and dad with a hug, or are you going to keep one point five? How are you going to do it? Um, I don't know. I think probably hugs okay. Double vaxxed. What do you think? I should stick with a fist pump or an elbow? Um, well, what's, what's the medical? What's the chief health advice? I don't really want to recommend that you fist pump your mum. Um, but um, did you say pump or bump? Bump. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I think probably just a firm handshake for Les. And yep. yeah, you can hug it off with your mum, no problem. All right. I'll, I do. I'll, yes, I'll it's do that. It's a shame you haven't seen him for so long. I've been catching up with him regularly. <laughs> well, you're in a different state, aren't you? you, you yeah, here we go. Hey, eh? here we go, up and about. And where's dinner tonight, mate? Uh, dinner's just down at the local pub down in uh, Chelsea, the Long Beach. Oh, lovely. Let's get a fresh lovely. one out of the tap, a nice uh, oh, cold beer. That'll be nice, won't it? A first it one out be. of the glass. It will be, Paul. What are you up to today, mate? Um, not much at the moment. Um, yeah, not really made any plans. Not done anything yet that I haven't been able to do for a while. Um, so I feel like I need to go and do something. Just because yeah, yeah. I can. might just go yep. 16 kilometres from the home. Um, and what else can I not do for... Um, no, I've been breaking the rules so much. I don't know what's real anymore, to be honest with you. I've just it really gets a bit like that, doesn't it? Corner there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, um, no, I think it's great. I just thought I'd just try and reach out to a few people this morning randomly just to sort of really feel that, you know, enthusiasm. Really, no, it's good, really Paul, but I, I think you're a bit the same, though. Like, I think a lot of people have been doing things anyway, so like, the only thing a bit different, you can sit in somewhere to eat, can't you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry I've missed all of your parties, mate. They've looked amazing. And amazing that, uh, well done for not anything uh, being leaked out on socials as well. It's been no, real stuff. It's been pretty solid. Yep. That was a good Tyson Fury fight, really, was probably one of the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> the Gypsy King. All right, mate. I'll right, catch mate. you later good, on. Good to hear from you, Paul. See you, yeah, mate. Yeah, love you. Bye. See you, mate. Duano, how are you, mate? Oh, good, Goobs. How you doing? Yeah, really well, thanks. Thanks for uh, joining us on the, uh, on the podcast. This is... Uh, this is a new feature. I just thought I'd ring some people randomly for Freedom Day, see see what everyone's up to. You doing anything exciting? Uh, nothing too exciting. Just at work, trying to cure cancer. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> oh mate, you just don't stop, do you? Uh, oh, well, actually, no, that's that's not true. We we did actually cure cancer 10 years ago, so I'll just rock up to work and play Minecraft and Minesweeper, so that's good. <laughs> Why didn't you get on your uh, off your ass and start curing COVID eighteen months ago and just stop all this shit from happening, eh? <laughs> yeah, true, true. Oh well, there's smarter people working on that than me, mate. I tell you. Have you got anything uh, exciting planned for this evening? Uh, just because you can? Uh not really. Um, because I've got to kind of try and be careful out there because Rachel. My partner, who's having twins, is going into hospital next week. So, um, the 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 more I can avoid people out there, the better at this stage, I think. Yeah, it's good, mate. You'll be putting out spot fires everywhere. It's an absolute jungle out there, mate. Um, <laughs> now you're part of the club. You joined the uh, the no drinking club maybe ten weeks ago. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's just over ten weeks now. Fantastic, mate. So you nearly did all of lockdown. You probably stopped a week after the lockdown, if I um, remembering the dates correctly, which means you probably went absolutely ballistic for the first week and just thought, nah, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> that's exactly right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good, mate. Have you got any thoughts about having a beer? Content and happy with, with how you're going? Oh, I'm pretty content with how I'm going, as actually. Um, I mean, the... the... The best thing about it is the is all the alcohol free drinks out there that can kind of they satisfy your urges. So 
I mean, I they do. I just thought, I, well, I filled up petrol just before and pulled into the BP, and they had a whole fridge dedicated to alcohol-free beers and wines and that. Yeah, like, this is unreal. Amazing. <laughs> I bought That's a great. um, I bought a bottle of alcoholic-free Chardonnay um last week, and oh. I'm going to try it this Saturday. And instead of trying it um, with dinner and, and sophisticated, um, you know, around the round round the table talking to people, I'm going to straw pedo it when I'm driving. Just in, oh. I get pulled over, um, <laughs> and I've got myself a, an alcohol-free bottle of gin as well to try this weekend, which I always thought would be a bit strange. But the guy in Dan Murphy's Dan Murphy's wouldn't shut up about it. Oh, they're great. Yeah, yeah. Rachel and I have been drinking them. They're really nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, th- th- those ones. Well, those alcohol-free gins are weird because they're they're more expensive than the actual gins. I know. <laughs> but they still taste good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I suppose if you're, if you're, if you're giving up the booze to, um, to save money, then that's one thing. But that probably wasn't our motivation, was it? So it doesn't matter. Nah, not really. Nah, nah. Oh, listen. I might have a couple of cheeky glasses of champagne when the twins arrive to celebrate, but um, yeah, that's a good know. idea, I kinda, mate. I kind of, I kind of like the new Duano, you know. No, mate, it's good, mate. I love it. I love it. Well, it's you know, no, no drinking isn't for everyone. It's only a certain elite crew that can do it that are mentally strong enough, and everyone else are just weak as piss. Um, <laughs> the twins arriving on New Year's Eve, yeah, hopefully. No, they'll be before that. Um, they're, they're, they're likely to arrive mid-November. Oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah, they'll come early. They always do. Um, like their father? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, how do you think I got myself in this situation, mate? Oh, yeah. no, you and both of your dicks. Jesus. Yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't have slept with her with both of me dicks, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, um, I think on that note, I'll love you and leave you and looking forward to catching up for a zero with you soon. All right, Gerbo. Very good. Stay fresh. See have you, fun. mate. Bye. Hello, oh. Paul. Nick Hawking, how are you? Really good, thank you, mate. How are you? Thanks for accepting the link. I bet you didn't know what you were getting yourself into, did you? No, this is uh, this, this a live recording, is it, of the Tulip Talks podcast? Yeah, there you go. Well, it's not live live, but I'm just recording little snippets of great mates that I'm calling just to see what they're doing on their on their first day of freedom. Uh, nice one. Well, you've caught me trying to sneak a haircut in at the old Han Beauty hair salon in uh, Kenang Road. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the old, mop, the old mop doing a bit, I'd imagine, wouldn't it, after 77 days without a cut? Oh, it's pretty long at the back. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know what to expect, but uh, yeah, I'm going to get a little bit trimmed off. Are you going to maybe a bit shorter on the sides and leave the leave the bit down the back for the for the weekend? Might do. I might just go in there and say, do what you want with it. Who cares? Play on. It's freedom time. Exactly. Who cares? Let me live. Um, what are you doing? How are you enjoying your freedom day? No, I've got no kids. That's good. Um, yeah. But no. Uh, she's gone out for a run. She's getting a bit handsy, so I just said you need to go and blow off some steam. So um, I don't want to be used like a piece of meat. It's the first opportunity that she gets. Yes, very good. There you go. So, yeah, I don't know, mate. I just thought I'd uh, yeah do a recording of a podcast in a bit, and I thought, what could I do to get some energy, get some vibe? And I thought, I'll just ring ring a few people, see what they're doing. Yeah, no, nah, good one. Well, hopefully people are doing more exciting stuff, but I think a fair few are going to be lining up the hairdresser in the next couple of days. Yeah, but you get the haircut out of the way and then everything else that you do, you're just going to be looking A-plus, aren't you? So it's a smart move. <laughs> exactly right. You going for a run today? Uh, possibly. Yeah, I've got a lunch for work, so I'll, I'll be popping out for a, a Jack and Cola off the top of the bar at about midday and then, yeah, mm. maybe around this afternoon. So we'll, we'll see. After the lunch? Yeah. Yeah, might be Jeez. a real boozy one. Yeah, okay. Well, you don't need boost. Have a good time. Exactly right. You're, you're, uh... <laughs> hey, I don't want to make this about me. I don't want to make this about me. Uh, very good. About me. All right, mate. I love you and leave you. Thanks for calling in. All right, buddy. Take you back. Jason, how are you? Cool. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, man. But hang on, I've got you on loudspeaker. It's going through my... Um... Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, Jace. Yo. 
There you go. I just thought I'd give you a call. You asked when the next podcast is coming out. And little did you know, my plan today was to reach out to a few people randomly and just celebrate some Freedom Days. See Fuck what everyone's yeah. up to. Fuck yeah. What That's are you what doing? I'm talking about. What am I doing? Yeah. Now or after the Freedom Day? Well, it's Freedom Day today. Is that, have you got any plans to do something that you haven't been able to do for a while? Mate, I'm, as you know, I'm pretty low-key, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't give a shit, basically? Not really, no. Nah. Uh, well, today, today's a usual day. Tomorrow, yeah. oh, tomorrow, because it was Amy's 30th during the week. Yeah. Um, she's having her brothers over with their partners and their bait when they're kids, man. So it would be good to have that family vibe lunch tomorrow, you know? Oh, that'll be good. See how everyone's grown and see how everyone's been developing over lockdown. You yeah. lost a few, few more kilos over lockdown, haven't you? I've lost a few kilos, did you say? Well, over lockdown, but also in, in the last 12 to 18 months. Why don't you tell everybody about your, your weight loss journey, Jace? It's very impressive. Oh, yeah. Well, lockdown can go. I, I reckon lockdown's gone two ways for people. Some people have put on weight, and I've seen some people lose weight, which is pretty sweet. And I've tried to take that losing weight perspective. So, I don't know. I um, had a fair crack at it. I started in August last year, um, and I got 20 kilos down with yep. about a few months ago. And But I've... You know, for about three or four months, I actually hit a roadblock and I mm. couldn't get past the 90 kilo mark. So I started at 110 like a fat dog, uh, <laughs> got, got, down, got down to 90 um, and got stuck. And then some, uh, I call him a friend. He's more of an associate. His name's Paul. Oh, um, yeah. We started, like a legend. We, we started like a month and a half challenge to try and push each other to get to 85 kilos, um, which was really motivating. We both failed. <laughs> we sure did mate but yeah. we had a good it was all about the journey wasn't it bloody oath no it was good to get that little motivation like it had me walk and pushing it out in the rain because it was a few months ago when we've had heaps of rainy days and i was out pushing it in the rain and stuff but you know i have been a little bit lazy but it got me under the 90 kilo mark well and truly so i'm a fair few kilos under but we didn't get to 85 <laughs> We did get to 85, mate. I'm thinking about chopping my middle leg off. I might get down to 85. That's probably the only chance I've got. Is that the strap-on one? Yeah, yeah, it is. And thanks for that, mate. It was the best lockdown present I've received. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, I'm going to uh, love you and leave you. I just wanted to hear some people's voices today and see what everyone's doing. It's good to know that you don't really care about Freedom Day because you're living your best life anyway. No, nah, well, actually, Sunday, I'm going to head out. I need to do some deliveries to a mate. Um, to two of our mates, actually, like you know, a baby present. Uh, oh, lovely! Some other stuff, but I might be in your area. You never know; I might pop past Sunday. I'm doing the drive out your way. Do it. Po- potentially going to try and catch up with four people quickly just to touch base. So we'll see. That's how good, go. mate. Be a real super spreader. Excellent. Yeah, that, that's right. I've actually, <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually got COVID too, which is a real bonus. Yeah, good on you, mate. Bring yeah. it round here, mate. I need hey. some time off. Bring mate. it round here. Yeah, no dramas, man. <laughs> All right, so. Hello, Paul Tulip. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for accepting the uh, the random link that I just sent you. Not a problem. I was slightly nervous. Why? Have you ever clicked on anything that's been sent from me that has been other anything other than noble? Uh, absolutely. Uh, highly okay. inappropriate. And yeah, most okay. of the time, yes. Okay. Well, I thought I'd ring you because I'm having a few minute conversations with some people randomly today to have a little feature on my podcast celebrating Freedom Day. Just wanted to speak to a few individuals and realized I didn't have a girl. So I thought for equality reasons, I'd get a girl on and you're English. Great. Token. Token. I love that. Got any disabilities that we need to be aware of that I can maybe tick that box as well? Pregnancy. Yeah. 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 Like you've really, you've really become inclusive. That's amazing. You're welcome. How's it being pregnant? It is wonderful. Yeah. Yes. I'm loving it. Yeah. Excellent. When's due date? Uh, Feb 22nd. I mean, I knew that. I just wanted to make sure the listeners Uh, knew it. (laughs) I'm sure you did. I'm sure it's in your diary. Actually, it will be because Leah will have put it in there. Yeah. Excellent. And have you got anything planned today for Freedom Day that you've not been able to do for a while yes we are going to a winery for lunch pregnant winery yeah look it's questionable but the uh grounds i will enjoy those instead i bet you will i exploring each other in the vineyards yeah a bit of bit of womb raiding oh yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) that's why i'm going to the winery
Which one you're going to? Um, Trofeo Estate. Oh, I yeah, don't really know how you pronounce it, but it's it's down here on the peninsula. Yes, because you live on the peninsula now, don't you, darling? <laughs> yeah, Mount Eliza. It's very true. It's very true. I mean, if anyone thinks you were slumming it before in Turak and now, you know, you're in <laughs> Mount Eliza, where's next, Porty, darling? Probably, or Sorrento. Yeah, lovely. You'll find me at the Conti for the rest yeah. of the summer. Yeah, the Conti, yeah, old Conti downstairs, you little rat. Um <laughs> That's good. That's been doing. That's getting done up. It's meant to be uh, um, yeah. new. Yeah, amazing. It's ready. It's ready for freedom, isn't it? I'm assuming yeah. it's opening. I, mean, I don't know if it's open yet, but it will be soon. Mm, it should be. It's Mr. B. Oh, lovely. And how's work going? Um, work is good. It's just hard work to concentrate today because we are now free and we should all be outside living our best lives. No, yeah, you should just remind the listeners what you do for a living again. You've got a very enviable job. Have I? Uh, I work in marketing for Cutney United Breweries. And Excellent. It is wonderful. I shouldn't lie. How's your um, zero alcohol market going? Uh, thriving, actually. It is oh. thriving, and I have become a new consumer as yep. of you. Yes, you're on the you're on the heaps normal train, aren't you? Uh, I am, but that's not a CUB product. So if we're spruiking CUB, I would highly recommend Peroni. Yeah, I've tried that one. It's not bad. Do you like it? Yeah, it's not bad. I just took delivery. I, I mean, my favorite beer, uh, normal beer, was Bolter XPA. So if yes, Bolter, yes. if Bolter want to do a zero beer, I'm on board. Pirate Life wasn't too bad, but I really like a um, a Bolter zero one. Um, yeah, yeah. Have I'll, a word. Get, I'll, I'll get in touch with the team. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I'll see you um, next Saturday for barbecue. Yes, you will. Uh, when's your when's your podcast launching? Mm, I think I'm going to record it this afternoon and then put it out tomorrow before love, we have uh, friends come over so that then when they're boring me because they're drunk and ridiculous, I can go into the studio and just see who's listened to it, you know, check out my concert comments and yeah. just really bask in that sort of, you know, self-absorbing. Yeah. yeah. I love that for you. Well, I'm happy to have been your token female British disabled friend Thanks, for mate. the podcast. Thanks, uh, mate. And I wish means you all the best for it. All right, you take care now. You take care. Okay. Enjoy freedom. Okay. Goodbye now. Okay. Okay, okay bye. Okay, bye. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? I just had to come back on and just sort of wrap things up because uh, it didn't feel right just leaving you like that. But um, I really hope you enjoyed having conversations with those people. Um, if anybody out there that's in my uh, listening group, which is, I know, literally hundreds of thousands of you, if any of you out there have any interest in doing a podcast with me and you think you've got something interesting to say or you want to put something out there that maybe, I don't know, maybe a big reveal or maybe just a chat about something that you think somebody will really, really enjoy listening to. And that could be something very mundane because we listen to a lot of shit, don't we? You've listened to this after all. Let me know, okay? You know my email address, paul at yorkshirebridge.com.au or give us a call on 0429-581-200 or check me up on my socials. See you later. Love ya.